Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz, and tonight is a special episode of Socks on Tap because we're all together. I have Comiskey, I've got Akins, I got Johnny Nani, and I got my boy Tony Marchese. We're in his garage. We've been drinking heavily. We've been playing bags heavily. Turns out I'm pretty crappy at it. But you know it's not crappy. The win the White Sox produced tonight behind maybe the new ace in Ross's. Detweiler. Oh, Extend that man. <laughs> Extend that man. Controllable pitching arms. Let's go. Um, I mean, as Buzz said, it's just great to see. I mean, anyone not named Lucas Giolito, we've had some pretty crappy starts from more often than not. Um, you know, hey, it's crazy that we're getting excited about a start where a pitcher goes five innings and gives up two runs. You know, average start, but hey, Against the Minnesota Twins on a Friday night, we're feeling pretty excited. That's yep. better than Urban Santana or Drew Smart is fine. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you set true. that bar high, Nani. Set it yeah, high. Yeah. I was gonna for, at first I was gonna tell Buzz to take about fifteen to twenty percent off there, but then hey. again, you know, this is the first go around, I will say, you know, so let's temper our expectations right. there. But at the same time, you know, you get it to the bullpen, the bullpen A squad, as I like to call it. That's actually going to get the job done. Uh, I know Kelvin Herrera got roughed up a little bit there uh, in the ninth inning, but you know Alex Calme came in then and was able to lock it down. So uh, you can't be upset about what you got from Russ Detweiler yeah. tonight, especially since expectations are probably pretty low after seeing what these other guys that we had in here uh, did and got DFA'd for. Very low, and I like how you know he was taken out really before things got like out of hand where we've seen a lot of these outings really go south very quickly so I mean he only pitched five innings he only had 73 total pitches usually you'd see guys go a little bit deeper but with the bullpen that we have might as well hand it off to those guys as Johnny said not great from Kelvin Herrera but everyone else really picked it up hats off to Aaron Bummer once again and then a big spot of course Alex Colome um with yet another save. So love to see that from him. Ten pitches, seven strikes, just nails there. Yeah, well, technically that wasn't a safe spot until Calvin Herrera yep. blew it, right? Yeah, because we yeah. were up four, and then well, it became a two-run lead. And uh, If you there's know, well, one thing you, you can know expect. What? The, the White Sox love a flair for the dramatic. Um, anytime we're going to win, it's not going to come easy. So um, we're just going to grind it out, and that's what they did tonight. Um, I'm glad they did. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking uh, I – an admitted pessimist on Shy Sox Weekly. I said we were going to take one of three uh, this weekend. But, you know, right now, eh, sure, maybe a little bit of the uh, brewskis flowing, but I have a little bit better feeling about this because I thought for sure tonight was one of the losses. Well, they damn better have a you know have another win because we're going to all be in attendance tomorrow at this game for our uh, tailgate. So yeah. On tap yeah, sports, yeah. Not yep. tailgate. So that's something that's huge. You know, we're going to be in Lot B, I'm assuming. Correct, guys? Correct. Oh, yep. absolutely. We're going to be in Lot B tomorrow, where we usually are. We'll be tailgating, having a good time, and drinking some beers, throwing some bags, and talking White Sox baseball. But I was really impressed by Ross Dotweiler tonight. I know it's his first start. He hasn't been seen in a while. He picks up his first win in three years. So, I mean, wow. that's something to talk about, right? Wow. That's something to talk yeah, about. I think he only had one outing with Seattle before he was, you know, jettisoned from their roster right. the last time he was on a major league roster. Right. You know, it's funny. Like I was, we were sitting around. I was sitting around at work today, and uh, we had guys asking. I had guys ask me. Uh, some of the Cubs fans at work were like, "Who's going for the White Sox?" And I'm like, "I have 
no clue. No one did. It like, was TBD no up until yeah. like yeah, you know, was, like, yeah. hours before, near yeah, hours before. And it was funny. And then you get you get that uh, little notification from White Sox Got Twitter it. that like uh, <laughs> Ross Detweiler is recalled from AAA, so maybe he's the guy going. And you knew it wasn't going to be Dylan Cece uh, through yesterday. So just to, you know, we're in such a weird stage with White Sox baseball that like you can get this little surprise appearance from Ross Detweiler and. Uh, Shit, I mean, he earned himself another start tonight, and we got ourselves a White right. Sox winner. And was, these wins matter, though. Oh, yeah. These, these wins matter. The especially, yeah. When, yeah, especially when you when you come up against the Twins. And I just want to preface this. Thanks, guys, for coming out. This was a good night. We all got to hang out together. Everybody who's involved in Sox on tap, minus a few other people, uh, got to come out. We all got to watch this game together. This was this was fun. I had a good time. Oh, yeah. I, I want to thank you guys for coming out here. Um, well, thank even you though, for having us. Yes. All right. Even though we had to sit through Ross Detweiler, we had a good time. We got a win tonight. We got a win against the division-leading Twins. That's all you need. Yeah. This might be the alcohol talking, but I think that Ross Detweiler might be the next Chris Sale. Hey, yeah. All right, let's take about 40 to 50 percent off there, Buzz. I think it might be the alcohol I'm talking just, too. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, man, he's hey. a lefty in the lineup and he's doing some work. I'm just kidding, hey. obviously. I respect what Buzz says, though. I mean, to be completely honest, other than like the Lucas Chilito starts, I was more excited to watch him pitch than most of the guys that we've been throwing out there lately. I know what we're gonna get out of right. guys like Ivan Nova. Good and point. honestly, I mean. I wanted to be Ivan that Nova's our number two, though. I, I wanted to, well, <laughs> barely. But I, I knew, for one thing, I wanted to beat that traffic. I wanted to get to Tony's place, sit in his garage, and see the first pitch of Ross Detweiler Day. So, crazy that that's the state that we're in right now. A, a team that a lot of people think, you know, maybe we're in playoff contention or, or like, whatever. And we're getting excited over Ross Detweiler Day. Um, I don't know. But Scary. either way... I mean, hats off to him. Good stuff. Yeah. But let's get into some of the offense. Things. Yeah, I was so, going to say. So James talked, McCann got he got it going early. We yeah. So he, the first inning, the garage erupted. We it blew it the house down big time. I took it a little. We talked about the <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the beer. We talked about the bags. Part of what made it a great night. Uh, good times over at Tony's. But you know what made it even better was, like Andrew just mentioned, James McCann getting the party started early first inning, taking a lead against the Minnesota Twins, Jose Barrios. That is huge because this guy has been unbelievable this year yeah. so far. I did not expect the White Sox to get him that early. Did you guys? No, no I, I, I didn't expect you know us to start off that early and that, that strong. But, Nani, you said it before we even started recording or even the game even first pitch started when we were outside at first is – you know, that 18-inning that game that Minnesota played against Tampa Bay last yeah. night really helped benefit the Sox. You saw, you know, you, you, you saw that hinder, even later in the game, Minnesota's pitching staff. So it was they had to keep in, uh, who they have, Barreos, right, going? Yeah, Barreos. Yeah, Barreos was going. He went 103 pitches, you know, and he was, he, I mean, he didn't get rocked by any yeah. means necessary, but he did, you know, he probably went longer than he should have. Yeah. So yeah. That, that really benefited us. And, uh, you know, James McCann's bad, just, like you said, getting to the offense. Can't say anything about this guy. Other than positive thing, got him, uh, got him. Um, about, uh, <laughs> All right, well, right hang, hang, hang yeah, on for time out for what, whoever doesn't know what's right. going on. So if you hear snaps in the background, I bought a bug zapper today. Buzz zapper. Um, a buzz zapper, as we're gonna call it. Um, having everybody over to the garage. There's a lot of there's a lot of bugs out. It's summer, summer guys. Um, so I bought a bug zapper, buzz zapper, as we want to call it. Thank you. And it's just it's it's. 
constantly going tonight as we kill bugs while we celebrate this White Sox win. The kill count is... The kill count is probably over 100 at this point in time. We've been having a good night. Um, The bugs haven't, though. The bugs have not. (laughs) We've killed multiple families. Yes. We are matching beers to bugs. If you hear a snap in the background, that's the buzz zapper going off. Um, I think we killed we, the, as we, uh, the as we continue on this night. I think we killed the whole um, cast of a Bug's Life and Ants so far. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. 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 that's yeah. yes, but, probably yes. But uh, as far as James McCann goes, dude's been on fire lately. Unfortunately, nobody from our our pick'em group, our pick to click group, picked McCann no, tonight. No, did pick him. Nope. You know, well, but I will. Really I will say goal. that I am so happy with this guy's performance. He came in. He get us. You know, he hits a, a one hit for there the night. Go. There's another one. Got a um, two run home run. And I, man, I'm just I'm very impressed with yeah. Uh, yeah. James. He's McCann. just a, yeah. So he's a genuine. He dude. seems to hit like genuine a genuine dude. He too. he seems to start like now. I don't know if you guys agree, but I think he's been hitting a little bit better in the clutch lately. I'd like to pull up yes, the stats. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, he absolutely has because Tony had that blog yeah. very early in the year. <laughs> and, you know what? It was here we go. Here we go. No. Let's stop. I am actually going to defend him here. It was warranted, though, because when you look at the numbers there, it was not great with runners in scoring position. It was not great with men on base. It was kind of, what have you done for me in the clutch? And now he's proving that he can do it in the clutch. Um, so is, 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 there it was here's, only here's, because Tony wrote that. Here, crazy here's, Marquise here's, my effect. Right. here's my question for you guys. Crazy here's, here's my question for you guys. Because I wrote that blog, is that why he's producing? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. You cashed his ticket yeah. to the fucking All-Star game. You yeah. know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no. it, it is crazy that we are talking about James McCann probably being a for sure All-Star right now. And oh, yeah. when I saw that signing in the offseason, I didn't think much about it. I thought, oh, a cheap backup catcher signing. We'll probably DFA him at some point within like July. Whenever yeah, both time. Zach Collins and... Uh, Sebi? Yeah. When like they're both up there and they're both producing... But that hasn't happened, and you know he's just—he's been that dude, he's been that guy, and you know, hats off to him. I mean, I don't know what the plans are for him in the coming, but years if we do choose to bring him back. But was, I mean, God, he's just a—he's a quality guy, and you know, yeah. he would be a great guy for he's, a rebuild. So as we, we haven't—we haven't gotten into this yet, though. Yonder Alonso got DFA'd. We—we we recorded. Chai Thank Sox. God. We recorded Chai Sox Before Weekly, and we talked about Yonder Alonso. Since we recorded, maybe hours after, we started getting reports that Yonder Alonso was going to be DFA'd by the White Sox. I want to go around the table here. How do we feel about this? I'm going to start with Johnny, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it around we're back to We're going to go counterclockwise. Yeah, clockwise. Yeah, clockwise. Let's, let's, let's talk about this, though, because this is big White Sox news. We haven't addressed it on Chai Sox Weekly. We haven't addressed it on Sox on Tap. There's White Sox news. Let's talk about it. Yonder Alonso, DFA. So I feel, I feel bad for the guy personally. Um, he's a good guy. Like, there's no, you know, he got him, got, got, him got, him. got him again. That buzz zapper. But he's a good guy. He, he, you know, he does plenty of charity work. Um, he, he's just a, uh, you know, he's a family man. You can see that from his social media and all that. And you want to root for the guy. Looking at his career, then numbers-wise, when you get back to baseball here, Looking at his numbers, career average-wise, shit, if he was putting up just slightly below his career averages, 10 points below even, he would be playing every single day in this lineup. And he couldn't he'd, even muster up He'd be up productive. That. Yeah. yeah. So we, we couldn't even muster up that. He was a 1.7 B-War player for the Cleveland Indians last year. 
and I believe he is negative 1.2 yeah, this year a, so far for the White Sox. Job. That's B-War. So, that, I mean, that's an astronomical fall-off. So, I, as much as I feel bad for him personally, from a performance standpoint, I don't feel bad at all because, you know, granted, Polka had more options than all that, but you saw the leash wasn't as long for him. I know, understand. Veteran status only carries you so long, though. Right. That that's there's got to be a point, got it, got it. and it eventually happened now. Um, the weird it. timing because Tony's uh, thing that he's been going on about, I think he said on Socks on Tap almost three weeks ago now that the time that Yonder Alonso would be uh, DFA'd from this team was right about after, this time. Would be after this charity bowling right. event that was got supposed it. to be on the thirtieth. So. You know, I, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, uh, you know, you're not going to perform. Let's get someone else in here who can. Unfortunately, Daniel Polka did not tonight, but um, he got that average down to a nice like what do we have? Point two five, I think. Oh, yeah. point, like a nickel, yeah. Oh, point two six. Two sounds close. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so not great, but go ahead, Buzz. To piggy- Sorry. No, that's all good, man. To piggyback off your point, like I, I put out a tweet, like uh, I don't know if you all saw it, but I put out a tweet saying like I felt bad, you know, because he's got the charity event coming up. It's got to be rough, you know. Like obviously you're losing your job, you know. Right. It's got to be rough and stuff like that. But job performance is everything, especially with this, you know. I know. I know we've talked, all of us have said it on Sox on Tap so far, that we thought that maybe possibly the Sox would fight for a wild card spot if they, you know, obviously went on a little bit of a downslope there with four losses in a row, I believe it was. And, um, you know, as far as Yonder Alonso goes, he just wasn't performing. And with the young young guys that we have, and like Nani mentioned with Polka, I'd rather have, you know, if we're not going to be competing, I'd rather have Polka get these at-bats. It's the same thing with Zach Collins, really, at the end of the day. Like, everybody gets so mad, well, he doesn't do this, and he struck out seven times in 12 at-bats and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, man, but if you're not wanting to – if you don't think the team is competing, what do you lose, honestly, by batting – you know, getting these guys at-bats? They're going to take their lumps anyway. Right, and that's my point. Would you rather have it during a competing season, competing in quote-unquote next year, or would you rather have it now when we're straddling the fence? Exactly. So as far as Yonder goes, maybe a change of scenery if he even does get claimed, if he even does get picked up, or if he ends up in Charlotte. I don't know. He ain't going to Charlotte. You know, I I don't think – I feel bad for the guy. I don't think that, you know, obviously I don't think he's going to remain in the organization. Uh, Maybe someone will pick him up. Maybe a change of scenery helps the guy. You know, he, he came in here. He was optimistic he could land his brother-in-law. It didn't happen, and uh, he struggled mightily with the team, and that's that's basically it. It's time to get the young guys at bat. It's time to get maybe a more productive bat in the lineup, and I think that, like Nani had pointed to previously, is that you know veteran status can only lead you so far, and at this point in time, man, with him not doing good, it's you got to move on. And you have to move on, and it is what it is. Unfortunately, his charity bowling event is on July 1st, and uh, you know he's not going to be with the team anymore. I will say one thing about this that was really weird. Uh, I'm sure you know you probably get to this, Kins, after I do. I, the disconnect between the White Sox yeah. front office and the social media team got to fix that a little bit because they had tweeted out about this charity event, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, two hours later, yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets DFA'd. So like, yeah. literally so, two hours. Later, I'm not bro- I'm not brokenhearted about it. it. It sucks for him. I'm sorry for him, and I hope he can rebound. But yeah, it is what it is. So all great points that have been brought up um if you follow me on twitter if you see any of the things i write uh you'll know that i was not the biggest fan of yonder you don't Alonso. say i was yeah no um, <laughs> so, so um yeah i was not his biggest fanboy. You, you know he just didn't bring much to the table offensively which is main reason why we brought him in that is what the designated hitter does um but you know 
as the guys before me said, you know, it is just weird timing with this charity event. So I thought that the reason why they were waiting to hold on to him was that, you know, they would keep him around for this event and then then they would do this move shortly after. Um, weird timing that it was that Friday. And so there was the announcement by the media team there from the White Sox, but, um, you know, it had been on the calendar for a while. So our guy, Tony, had like pointed that out about Got a, a, a few weeks ago that this was an upcoming event and it was something that would maybe be holding Yonder back from being released here. But, um, yeah, so either way, a little bit of, uh, like, disconnect there. Um, but as we've said, great guy, just really didn't produce for us this year. And, you know, a lot of those at-bats, as I've said, you know, could have been going to either, like, Daniel Palka, could have been going to Zach Collins, even could have been going to Matt Skull down there in AAA. Um, Matt you know, Skull. He had a little bit of a, like, a cup coffee last year. He, and... You know what? You know, like being down in like Triple A. Yep. But you know, even being down in like Triple A this past month, um, you know, he hasn't done as great as he did in, in the start of the year when everyone was calling for him to be up there. But um, you know, either way, only thing I think about this whole yonder Alonso situation is, and this is something that's more so a later issue as a current issue is how this affects veterans moving forward on if they want to sign with us. So, I mean, obviously the big thing here is production and how a player produces. Um, You know, obviously any veteran coming into the situation knows that they have to produce and and they need to be a key part of this winning culture here when that does start to happen. But if you treat a veteran like that right around the, like, charity event I'm just not sure how that looks from a you know professional standpoint obviously I've been begging for him to be gone for a, a, a while but even for me to be saying that kind of weird timing kind of tough look for if you want to bring in a veteran I'm just not sure about that on that end yeah, I hate to jump in on that. And Comiskey, I let you go next. I, just, I mean, I, I as far as veterans go, I think the veterans know they got to produce. Right. And if they don't produce, yeah. then it's pretty much exactly you know, it's a wrap. And that, here's, and here's I'm going gonna, gonna to jump in on you, Buzz. Oh my God, I'm going to jump in jump here. Jumping in on that because if, if if a veteran isn't producing, he should be cut. I think we all agree with that. Why three days before the charity event versus? A month ago, when he was still at the same level of production. That's what I'm saying. It should have been done. It a month should have ago, been done it, a anything. long time ago. Maybe they thought it was going to get better when it got warm. I don't either know. a month ago or afterwards. I'm just saying. Weird timing. I mean, you know what? what you, you say that he's going to get better when it gets I warm. Said maybe I don't know. Maybe I, I, I was. What, hoping, what, yeah. what are they going to give him? Two warm days in Chicago and be like, eh? I don't know about this. Yeah. I, I this said, is this is very calculated by the White Sox. They don't just make moves to make moves. I think we all know that. I think their big roster announcements come when they come back home. So that is one yes. thing that may be coming into effect there because usually it's on a Monday after a weekend road trip that right. they come back and the media faces Rick Hahn and you know. But here's the thing: whatever. you could you could have brought Daniel Palka to Texas and DFA'd Yonder Alonso. You could have gotten him in here a series early. It's a big deal, yeah. It wouldn't That's have been as big of a deal. Though, like, 
What? Just do it sooner if, if if you're gonna do that. They had to have had that in their minds. Yeah. Just do it. No shots yeah, to you our know, dude you, Loaf well, here. You know but, I mean, that Rick. You he's know two point or point two six. You know. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you know, know that Rick Hahn's been calculating this time to make this move. Why now? Is my question. Right before the charity event doesn't make sense. Let's let Comiskey jump in. I mean, not to defend them, but maybe that just wasn't. I mean, at the end of the day, like you can be cognizant of those things, but like the f- Yonder Alonso's charity event should not not to diminish it. That that's great work for him, and kudos to him. He's still going to have that event, and it's still probably going to do really well. But Yonder Alonso's charity event, there it is. But Yonder of Alondo's charity event shouldn't be on Rakan's front burner. So it's like not it on the should, radar, right? Right. Here's, here's, I don't think it should be. Like, you can say, and these are all fair backwards. points that, like, you could have had better timing. Sure, they could have had better timing. But, like... Got him. Got him. <laughs> they're going... They're it's going excessive. Yes. But I... I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't have a huge problem with it. It's unfortunate. It's not the greatest timing, but... I don't want to sit here and like bash Rakan or bash the White Sox on it. It is what it is. Well, you'd be like everybody else think, on Twitter think, if you bashed them. I think the problem yeah. is though is that they didn't do it sooner, and then all of a sudden, three days before the charity yeah, event, I, I, I think it is, it is now it, where it comes out though. I think because, it might have more to do with the uh, the Zach Collins situation because like now how quick are, how quick is uh, Wellington Castillo coming back? Are you bringing him back? Because once he comes back, it's e- it was pretty much either Yonder Alonso or Zach Collins. So what do you we know, do? Or Daniel Palka, of course, too. But, like, I think they wanted to play this thing out with Yonder. Obviously, like, if you look at Yonder's career stats, like, you would have thought this guy would have bounced back at some point. That's what like, we had all hoped. Even, 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 even I thought he was, yeah. like, yeah. he's not this bad, but, Same. like, he never regrouped. I wouldn't, I, have, I wouldn't point, have written a blog about how Yonder Alonso isn't going anywhere based on his career stats, if I thought that Yonder Alonso wouldn't have bounced back at some point. And it didn't have to be, you know, he, he's, yeah. he's in, in the lineup every... All he had to do is get a hit, you know, every other game that he gets a hits spot like, in the DH role. Hits, you know, like it 240, just, just, hits... Yeah, you know, I like mean, all he had... Bombs. That's, that's, that's all we need. All he yeah. had to do was just get back to what Yonder Alonso's done his entire yeah. career. And in fairness to him, like, I think... He, him and John Jay are kind of put now in a tough situation where that like they know and we know they were brought into this organization to bring Manny Machado in, and obviously we all know that didn't happen, and now they're just kind of the reminiscence of that, and it's like because you know when people are walking up to Yonder Alonso at Sox Fest because at that point uh, Manny hadn't signed yet, and I think a lot of the Sox fan base thought that Manny was coming. And you know people are walking up to him being like, hey, man, you know, I'm sure all the talk with him was Manny. They weren't talking about Yonder Alonso. And his. Even that season ticket yeah. holder call, you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Where, where yeah. he was saying, like, the people were asking him, he was like, oh, right. he might come. You know, right. like, it was just kind of like. Like teasing it. So, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Just like, that's hey, a tough situation. Yeah, I never even thought about how because, you said like, Because I always thought about that even when Sox Fest was going on was that, like, you know damn well these people, like, they mean well when they're talking about Manny and that's his brother-in-law. But no one's excited that Yonder Alonso's here. So do you who think? Cares? So do you think that was on his mind and maybe affected his play? I, I don't want to. I do. I don't want to write. I don't want to write him an excuse. But no, I mean, I mean it's not. Yeah, it's 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 dude, mental, yeah. mental things can affect your job. I mean, we you all have jobs. If he's, he's never, he's never had struggles to this degree, 
And I mean, at the end of the day, you're a professional athlete. You got to perform. But like, if, if you're trying to find a reason where it just it didn't work out, that could be it. And maybe yeah. a change of scenery will benefit this guy. And it, it's tough. But like, just everything with him. And Manny, it just didn't work out. And I think, yeah. yeah, they probably did way too long DFA him. But in their fairness, they probably thought he was going to bounce back yeah. because his career numbers would lead you to believe he would bounce there's back. A, he just never did. Right. There's a few reasons why I think it ultimately really didn't work out. So, I mean, obviously the clear choice is, hey, you know, when your brother-in-law is better than you at, you know, Pretty much everything. Every aspect of the game. That's kind of <laughs> tough to see. You know, like the guy that's, you know, married to your sister. That's tough. You know, the guys when, plowing your when, sister's better than you at your job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to put it that way, but yeah, you know, when you're, yep. you're damn right. I'm sorry, so, man. You know, I'm sorry, dude. When, We're never going to be able when, to work with them after that. No. If things <laughs> fall oh, yeah, bad for you, <laughs> if your brother-in-law signs a $300 million contract, if all things go wrong for you, you're sleeping on that dude's couch and you know people are begging for him to be on that team that's tough but to that same degree you know same issue with John Jay his other best friend it hasn't affected his play so yeah you know he's been hurt small sample size but yeah, 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 yeah but since he's been back you know he's he's contributed different type of player also you here, here's, here's the thing different, different but you know you saw a different yonder Alonzo when John Jay joined this team yeah, he did drive you in saw a one hit. Yeah, you, you okay, saw you one saw, hit. Well, you saw one hit. <laughs> Small well, sample size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't you know, the biggest I, hit. I, of the year. I, it's like you're saying a comfort you know, zone. I, tweet, I tweeted out, I'm like, Yonder Alonso is waiting for John Jay. To Once again, him. small sample size, but, but here's the thing. His biggest hit of the year. You have to you have to go back on this whole thing and realize that when when Yonder Alonso's promising surprises to season ticket holders, he's thinking that Manny Machado is going to come here. I mean, he is the one. He's part of the team that like told him that San Diego. Was yes, great, so. but here's the I other don't blame thing. Him though, San you know, Diego here's the other thing. San Diego is great. Yeah. Oh, but at the fuck same yourself, San Diego. Yeah, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Jack. Here's 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 the thing though, is that Yonder Alonso is his own worst enemy in that situation. I wonder if the mic's picking that up. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking a shy socks chanda out in my front yard right now. Um... <laughs> Just go first. But what? The <laughs> God, there's the horse. The horse. Love that. You just said the a horse. horse. The horse saw your schlong, and he was excited. About it. <laughs> oh yeah. Here we're we off the rails, dude. Yes. What is happening? Off the rails. What happened? Yeah. What happened to? This Sox doesn't We're talking about the bomb to. I don't even know. We're talking about. No, no, no. We're talking about yonder. yonder. Yonder, no. we're talking about yonder, and horses are fucking neighing about what you just did. Um, yonder, go. I don't even know where I was at. Uh, we're going to have to get back into this game. This is crazy. Yeah. We're going to have to. But Maybe. yonder Alonzo, he expected Manny Machado to sign here, regardless of what he said about San Diego. You don't go and talk to season ticket holders and say, there might be some surprises. Do you guys honestly think that when we were go go back to January, Sox Fest? Do you think that Manny uh, Manny Machado is going to sign here when Yonder Alonso's talking to season ticket holders and saying, "Yeah, there might be some surprises." 
Manny Machado is doing what Manny Machado's yeah. agent thinks is right. best. But you might you well, But here's the thing. That's Yonder's fault. No. For, no, it is, though. If Yonder Alonso is going to sit there and tell season ticket holders, there might be some surprises. Just wait and see what happens. He can't go out and say you think, yes yeah, or no either way, though. Well, he's yeah, just being a good should, employee he, trying he to get should, people to buy tickets. He shouldn't. Yeah. He, he, Okay, then Come he shouldn't even go there. 170. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's a tough situation though. What is he supposed to say? Right. Yeah, no, he's not say? coming. You know what? <laughs> you know, here's what Yano. Talk to him. He's out. He's out, man. Yeah, hey, here's what Yano Alonso's supposed to say. Is, like I can't. June, yeah. so. He Yano Alonso's supposed to say I can't comment on that, and that's all he has yeah, to say. Yeah, but no one wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that, but he set himself up for failure. I, well, no, the White Sox set him up for failure. I was also saying that. You know, I've said this. So he was our four hitter from the get go. If you look at how he was in Cleveland, granted that was a much better lineup than what we have right now. He was never a four hitter. He was usually right. five from seven. You know, and you know it's tough. You know, hey, that's Tim Anderson not a and Charlie with. Tilson's spots. But <laughs> either way, I mean, hey, you know, he's never meant to be a four hitter. You know, he's meant to be a complimentary piece to. A, a good lineup, and right. you know, it's like I mean, hey, all we gave up was like Alex Call, who's just been terrible in like AAA this year. Thankful. No, the move, the move it, hasn't I mean, done hey, anything I'm glad to the White Sox. The, the move, the oh, move has the move <laughs> has not done anything to the White Sox until Alex Call is an All Star in two years. Not happening. Let's get back into the game. We've had <laughs> enough Yonder Alonso conversation, guys. I'm writing this shit back forward. Um, we had left off on He's the James McCann bomb. We had talked about that and how James McCann is just blowing all of us away right now. Um, I was hopeful for the guy, but I honestly, this is just, it, that's the best way I can put it. It's blowing me away right now. So he got scoring going early. Minnesota answered with two in the top of the second. Um, bottom of the fifth, uh, Yonder Alonso's best friend, John Jay, um, or is it Manny Machado? I don't know. Who knows anymore? But anyway, John Jay. Uh, comes through with an RBI single uh, to get the White Sox back in front. Um, Picked a click by me. Yeah, there you go. That's a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if he clicked. I'm going to compare it to the other guys. Oh, around. No, we'll, there it is. We'll, 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 we'll uh, look at the box score. Very, very contentious. But then uh, Jose, Jose Bray had an RBI single of his own. Um, that put the Sox back up 4-2. to two. And then, uh, guys... Uh, no scoring until the bottom of the eighth, and we all went nuts here. Eloy Jimenez, two-run bomb to center. Um, just what was the elation like? I here? think the most important thing, like that Eloy bomb was awesome, because we, we like seeing Eloy do well. I mean, you know, that's the thing. He was the number three prospect in baseball. He's one of, He was our high, highest regarded prospect. You know, you love seeing that stuff happen. I think the important thing about the offense here, Johnny, while you read through that, is that kind of the core guys? And yes, I'm going to put your boy in there, Lurie Legend. All right, he had himself a nice game. He had himself a nice game as well. And that and, and that's what I'm talking about. The core guys kind of stepped up today in the absence of Tim Anderson and Yoan Moncada. You had Lurie get two hits. You had uh, James McCann start off the game with the two run bomb. You had two hits from Jose Abreu. You had two hits from Eloy Jimenez. I mean, that's stuff that you like to see. And I know we say that, you know, on, on pretty much every episode because you want to see, you know, the guys that are kind of carrying the flag do, you know, do work. And as for that Eloy bomb, I just, I love the fact that I feel that Eloy hits bombs in opportune times. Oh, that's the yes. biggest yeah, that thing. Big. And thank you, Got guys, him. for saying that. 
it is a thing that Tony and I talked about a little bit on Shy Sox Weekly. It hasn't been our brand lately. It, it, it's when we can play spoiler against another team. I mean, granted, we were up at this point, but when we were talking about the Jose Abreu bomb at Boston, feels like very rarely do we play the spoiler or the heartbreaker against other teams, and it feels like it happens to us a lot. And you see it on the other side of town. The Cubs have a lot of guys. I hate to bring them into this, but damn it, do they have a lot of guys that hit clutch hits in oh, clutch absolutely. situations? Yeah. I mean, Rizzo, it's very nice. Yeah, those you know, guys are great. It's, I, I'm just bringing up a point here. So I think just I to speaking uh, to you was clutch. Team, I don't want to be salty. It's, it's there. That I don't want to be salty, but guys, that pisses me off. No, it, 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 does, it does. It hopefully this is the start of a turn. Whereas yep. Eloy's getting those, Moncada starts getting Moncada those. Was, you know? Moncada has been getting those so, this year as well. Yeah, he's damn so near three hundred. You, you hope that's the start of that, and then our young and upcoming prospects like yeah. Luis Robert. Hopefully, he starts getting those of his own when he's up here finally. I would yeah. guess that's next year. But you know, looking forward to the future. That's the kind of stuff that we want to see. Play the hero. You know, that's what yep. makes baseball exciting. You're right. Yeah, so and, I feel we have a lot of those. You want to see these. You want to see these big hits from the guys that really do matter. So, you know, obviously it's great to see these big bombs by, you know, like James McCann or like whoever. But we don't know how, how far into the future James McCann will be here. But it is great to see that bomb from like Eloy. And it may not have been really considered clutch at the time. But at the very least, I mean, hey... It did really turn out to be a big home run, especially since, like, Kelvin Herrera did immediately give up a big two-run bomb there in the top of the ninth. So, hey, extra insurance, it's all about continuing to pile on there, especially with these big runs in these big games against a divisional opponent. You need to pile on. You need to continue to add and just leave no doubt and thankfully for our boy Eloy, he didn't want to leave any doubt in this one, and, and he took the game into his hands, which is big. You know, there was a lot of questions with early play in the field. There, he did misplay mm-hmm. that ball, but I mean, heck, with that bomb, he made up for it. Right. I mean, At least absolutely. in this garage, we went absolutely we went nuts. We yeah. went nuts. One more thing I would like to bring up about the game, real quick, just for tonight, yeah. is that I'm really happy that Evan Marshall seemed to kind of get back on track. I understand yes. Minnesota was tired. I get it. You know, they played a lot of innings. They played two baseball games essentially yesterday, you yeah. know? So it was really nice to see Evan Marshall kind of get back on track and, and you know, come in and pitch his uh, – he pitched an inning, I believe. Yeah, one yeah, inning, one, inning, one, one K. So, um, you know, it was nice to see him get back on track. And um, Aaron Bummer as well. He played well. I know he let up a, a hit there and he walked too. But he, he got a strikeout at a very opportune he got, he time got as well. He very, very, very um, – I think we all just breathed a massive collective yes. sigh of relief on that double play that he induced yeah. um, to end, uh, I, I believe that was... It, it's set. nice to the, see those uh, things, you know, yeah. because you know Bummer's a part of the future. That, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, late-round draft pick, uh, Reclamation Project. I like to think that, you know, we were talking um, tinfoil hat takes on uh, Shy Sox Weekly last night, Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez switching bodies. Jace Fry and Aaron Bummer. They did the little flip flop in the bullpen, so <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's just my thing because uh, Jace Fry was wiped out last year, no doubt about that. And I guess I did. Uh, I did have one more thing. I'm sorry. I just wanted your opinion no, on this. Yeah, we're bullshitting for a minute. Is uh, Daniel Polka, guys? I, I I know that it's his first came back and everything like that, but like when would this is so? I, I don't mean to sound stupid about it, and, and no uh, no disrespect to our dude Beefloaf, by any means necessary, but. 
when you, when you pull the trigger on that, maybe give Collins some at bats at, at lefty because you know you, you know what I mean. I know that Collins isn't the greatest at bat against lefties. We all know this here. I get it, but man, I mean, dude, point two six. Man, you're hitting the ball two percent of the yeah. time. So it's his first game back. I'll cut him a little. I'm gonna cut him some slack. Too, but, some slack. I think that they both could have played together. I think that, you know, in a perfect world with this lineup, uh, what, like, Charlie Tilson was there towards the bottom of the order playing either right or center. So I would prefer for Polka to be in right. Granted, you know, that's not your best option in terms of defense. playing defense, but, you know, you could have Charlie Tilson as a late-inning substitution there, especially if Polka gets so on there. bump Jay over to so, center? P- 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 yeah, so I would have Jay over to center, and I would have Collins, like, you know, like be the... Be, uh, the be, yeah, so, you know, and I was surprised when I saw today's lineup, and that's, that's not how it was constructed. Granted, you know, I'm not the one making the lineup card. I'm here as the armchair manager, but that's something that I texted, jo- I texted Johnny and I texted Tony, and, and you know, especially against all of these righties, you know, there's no reason for these guys to not be able to coexist. You know, like let's have these guys all be friends I, here. I let's just think like opportun- opportunity means everything, and uh, I just I feel like I understand he struggled a little bit behind the plate, but. And I know Paul could just came up and he was raking in AAA. We all know that, yeah. you know. But I, I feel the guy that you just brought up probably should be getting a little bit more at bats just to see what he is. And and, that, and that's it. I'm not saying the guy is the second coming of Jesus Christ, like everybody likes to say on Twitter. I love that Johnny yeah. just helped you with your sunglasses there. Thank um, you. I would just love to see both of them. I'm big assist guy. Four feathers over here. You know, <laughs> Jesus. If we're talking about at bats for Zach Collins. Beef Loaf had a good take on why we're not seeing Zach Collins all the time. Yeah, it was a, it was against the lefties, right? Yes, Holy, but yeah. if, 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 tonight, if we go yeah, so if not? we go around and talk about this, bang, bang, God, um, wouldn't you guys rather see your first round pick, a guy that has been touted as one of the best overall bats? Hit against both lefties and righties. I, I would. And oh, yeah. it, it goes to like kind of basketball, like when you don't put your like say you you know like Chandler Hutchinson for the Bulls. I mean people people might might not know this, but floor time is very I don't know this. right. Floor time is very important. At bats are very important. See what he could do. Just because the stats spoke somewhere else and they weren't as effective, you call them up for the to the show for a reason. Yeah, and yeah. and I yep. just think that he should probably get the at bats. I mean again, I'm like, on the bench. I don't right. Well, did well here's the here's the here's the real question. Did you draft a guy in the first round to be a platoon player? Right, you like chalking it up as a failure as a platoon right. guy. Right, yeah, that'd be stupid. You know, you know here's, the, here's the thing though. I don't want to. I don't want to spin this because we could probably talk about this for like two hours. Look at the injury report that we got today from the White Sox. Yep. Hey. We could talk all day about how do we trust the White Sox player development program no we don't but. to develop players no exactly you're already making comments about it you saw how many players that we have right now Jake Berger Ryan Burr right. Burry's I mean, down again for the year shit, our what, best, the, what, our best what is going on right yet. now our best prospect is coming from the Cubs player development yes I mean, exactly yeah. so what oh, have the yeah. White Sox yeah. player development done for us lately no I agree and I made this point earlier today. I'm pretty sure in terms of players that have had a pretty significant surgery, especially Tommy John, 
I think our organization is towards the top, maybe even like close to double the amount that any other organization that I can name has had. So well, I'm not sure what that's Mets, to do with maybe, it. but Mets, but yeah, you know, like you know, it's just crazy how that continues to happen and just all of these. Right? Is it, is it a freak? It's just like bad luck, or like what's well, it's going just some on. really. It bad feels like it happens on. too consistently for right. it to just be. Is a it just being a coincidence? Whatever you want. What the hell? And it's also hell. And I've always wondered, like, why? How the hell did Chris Getz find himself in the position that he's in? Like Jerry's loyal man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Jerry's loyal man. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I Jerry's mean, a loyal like, cat. Of all, of all guys, why? Why is it Chris Getz? Like and maybe maybe Chris Getz is fit to do that job, but like I would just like some sort of like competent me, person. Could, yeah. Can NBC Sports Chicago like take themselves down to uh, the farm system and just give me the explanation on why Chris Getz is in that position? And I'm willing to listen. Like a lot of times, those guys who evaluate the talent and shit, like like he does, weren't always the best players because. A lot of times when they were, they find themselves doing other jobs. Maybe they thought he was a high IQ guy that can see the yeah. game in and different maybe ways. He, and maybe he is. Like, I mean, you got to give him time because he hasn't been doing that for too long. But, like... Us fans here just see results. Yeah. Yeah, right. You so, know? I mean, as far as we're looking down right now at some certain things, we did come away with a White Sox winner. Right. You know. And we'll take that tonight. Yeah. Uh, would, I mean, does anybody have anything else yeah, to say so about Yeah, so just one thing. Kelvin Herrera, um, you know, so, no outs in the... He came in for the ninth. Uh, no outs, two hits, two runs. Um, both of them earned... So Alex Calme came on, was not a safe situation to start. Kelvin Herrera made it a safe situation for him, and Alex Calme shut the door. So yeah, um, that's positive. Don't trade Alex Calme. We talked extensively on Tri Sox Weekly, not getting into that here. Moving on to tomorrow's so game. Tomorrow we've got even Nova. What's this dude's first name? Pinata. Yeah, the pinata from uh, the Minneapolis. Yeah. Michael, no, Pineda, uh, yeah. Michael, Pin- Michael Pineda. Pineda. Okay, so he's four and four with a five point oh two ERA. Eighty point two innings pitched here. Um, he's going up against even Nova three and six five point nine one ERA. So uh, bet the over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was about, I was about to say. So you know, on the year, Michael Pineda has been a pretty good pitcher for the Twins. You know, the Twins have been. It, Pretty much a World Series contender in my mind, um, but close over, to top the AL overall. Just in my view of him, you know, he's always been a guy that's pretty in- inconsistent. Can really give up some hits, and you know, really the same thing with Ivanova. You know, he, he either really has a start where he shoves it down the other team's throat. You know, he'll he only gives up one or two earned runs, or he just gets completely blown up. You really don't know what you're going to get out of him. But I think especially, you know, with the heat at the ballpark tomorrow, with, you know, the fans buzzing out there, I think we're going to see a pretty high-scoring ball game. Um, I think I think we're going to see some big bombs, hopefully from the newly recalled Daniel Palka. To win this game tomorrow, we need even Nova to give us a good outing. Um, we do. This, yep. this Minnesota Twins team can hit the ball. And, and, and now they're with us using six relievers tonight. Right. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Most yeah. of the eighteen. He right. needs to go deep. Yeah, he needs, he needs to go to deep. Give us six or seven. You're right. So tomorrow we need even Nova to give us a good start for our offense to be able to keep up. And uh, you know, because obviously it probably might be a high scoring game. Uh, we need even Nova to have a good outing, and we need to you know we need to execute, and that's it. Because this this Minnesota Twins team is batting, I mean, hot. I think what do they say? Like their slugging percentage just dropped below five hundred. Today or last night in that eighteen inning game or something like that as a team collectively, 
Yeah. So there's so many doll innings in there. Right. So uh, at the end of the day, this needs to be a huge outing for uh, you know for Nova, and you know hopefully it will be. You know I mean tomorrow's going to be a fun day. Like I said, we have the tailgate going on, lot B, and uh, you know I want Nova to come out, be able to pitch a good productive outing. Hopefully our bats stay hot. I don't know about Yoan Mankata. Hopefully we see him in the lineup tomorrow. I don't know if we will or not. I haven't seen anything about that. And uh, we just have, we're just have to go from there. I mean, this team, yeah. obviously, we, we say this on all the socks on taps and stuff as we're reviewing games. This team can put runs on the board. They have players that are capable of doing so, and we, and we witnessed it, just like I said in the beginning when our core guys stepped up tonight. Um, need to see that again tomorrow. And yeah, that's all I have for tomorrow. I mean, if you guys got anything or you want to go and yeah, get a picks to click, I let me. Need to fix the click yeah. If anyone else had anything, let me know. So yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's so imperative that um, you know offense comes to play. You got to bring it every single day. Nice tonight, you know, paying yourself six runs. Um, well, don't look, don't stop there and I hate to use a hawkism, but actually no, I don't, don't hate to use. It. I love these hawkism. Don't stop now, boys. That's what I have to yeah. say. Uh, just keep it rolling. Weather's warming up. Bats should be warming up. Oh, who you um, got tomorrow, Johnny? Uh, my pick to click tomorrow is going to be Larry Garcia, batting back on the left side. All right. Kins? Uh, so this will be if he plays. Um, if Zach Collins gets that start, uh, which I think he will either in the DH or the catcher role, uh, I'd like to go with Zach Collins. If he does not play, uh, I want to go with the other possible catcher there, the McCannon. Actually, you know what? I'm going to he's cross out Zach Collins. I'm going to go with James McCann. Um, so I guess that we'll flip-flop that. You're stealing that regret from tonight. Yeah. Well, no. I think that John Jay counts. Me and Buzz are going to call that a win there. That's but, a win. Um, so nope. <laughs> on to the next let, one. Let, let, right, let, 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 go let Johnny I'm make go with James McCann. If he does not play, then it'll be Zach Collins. Comiskey? Yeah, I'll, I'll go a little bit. I'm sure no one's ever named him, literally ever. He made a nice little double play at third today. If he get, finds himself in the lineup, I'll go with Jose Rondo. I have chose Jose Rondo have before. You? Yes, and I was wrong. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony? Abreu. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to go tomorrow with I – cho- I haven't taken this guy in a minute. I'm going to go with Eloy Jimenez tomorrow. I think he's going to ride this hot streak. He had two hits tonight. I think he's going to think he's going to do it again. Guy with a, you know, he's going up against a right-handed pitcher with a high ERA. I think that uh, Eli is going to make some things happen tomorrow for us. So that's that's my pick for click. I like it. Hey, so we had mentioned, you know, the game tomorrow. Uh, that's fine. That's all previewed out of the way. Um, big thing tomorrow though is the tailgate. It's Barstool at the park. Uh, they've been promoting it for a while, but we are going to be out there too. Uh, we should have the on-tap flag. We don't know exactly where we are setting up yet. Could be at the back of the lot. Could be at the front. Um, Come and find us, though. We'll be out there. Uh, me, Tony, Buzz, Patrick Comiskey, John Suarez. Um, unfortunately, Andrew Kinsler can't make it because he's lame. Um, <laughs> should I bring the Buzz Zapper? Yeah, you should bring the Buzz Zapper so we can get all of them at our tailgate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be a good time. Come out. Uh, if you see us, say hi. We'll be all wearing ONTAP Sportsnet shirts. So uh, if you want one of those, you can go to uh, ONTAPSportsnet.com slash shop. Uh, big thing for me tomorrow is my daughter's first game. 
very excited about that. Uh, am I really gonna get to see? Am, yeah. I, am I really gonna get to sit with your daughter? Absolutely. For her first game. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm very. I'm. I'm honored. I am very excited for that. The first game tomorrow. But the most important thing of the night is be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs. Checking out all of our podcasts that we have. We have a plethora of them, ranging from the Cubs to the Sox to the Bulls to the Hawks. So we got a lot of cool stuff going and the on. And Bears, well, coming Bears, Bears coming soon. Bears. Bears coming Bear soon. Bears coming soon. Training camp around the corner. So ontapsportsnet.com for everything that you need, Chicago sports-wise. Or if you dig beer, check out the beer section. As well as the Big Ten. Yes. Oh, that's coming too. We have a lot of things coming. A lot of stuff. Whatever you're into. But as far as the night goes, we got a White Sox victory. We'll see y'all. We'll, we'll be on tomorrow doing a Sox on tap. But uh, as for now, hey no socks. Hey guys, cheers. 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 Let's go, White Sox. Let's go, White Sox. Good night. Go, Sox. Crack them, baby. Crack them. Got them. Got them.